welcome to the spotlight day 18 of national podcast post month with me your host ben beck and this one i'm bringing you comedian rob cordry uh rob is a comedian i guarantee you you know uh you've seen his face you've seen him around he's been in a ton of stuff uh from warm bodies to hot tub time machine he's just he's just He's a fantastic actor. We've had him on twice before. This is the first time we ever had him on. Uh, he was promoting uh, Ballers on HBO with him and Dwayne Johnson, who is somebody. Hopefully, you will hear on this podcast one day. Hopefully, let's let's keep uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. But until that time, enjoy this one with Rob Cordry on the spotlight. Our next guest this week has been a part of countless projects. I'm going to try and keep this real short so we can spend as much time with him as we can. He's been on The Daily Show. The, um, he's been on Old School, as far back as that fantastic movie is. Um, both Hot Tub Time Machine movies. The Emmy Award winning and again nominated Children's Hospital. And HBO's new hit that we're all fans of on this podcast, Ballers. Please welcome to the showcast, Rob Cordry. Rob, thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you, guys. And take hey, great showcast so far <laughs> thanks thank them when you said that thing to adam and adam you came back at him like eh, you know perfectly and then you guys had that back and forth it was great <laughs> we, we appreciate coming from you that means a lot it yeah really we're, we're glad the chemistry works yeah and we're glad we could get you on i mean i know we're supposed to have you on last week some unforeseen circumstances happened so we re- really appreciate you uh, rescheduling and actually um, getting back on with us. This is great. We're glad to have you. I will do anything you guys tell me to do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I will keep that in mind for later. Uh, we'll, so, we'll start off. <laughs> we'll start off with ballers. Um, like we said, uh, it ju- the finale just will have aired. Um, well, by the time our listeners are hearing this, but with the way HBO is, obviously HBO Go, HBO Now. That's pretty much how I watch all my HBO shows anyway. So. Um, you know, how um, how awesome was the first season of Ballers? I mean, it was renewed for season two, I think, I don't know what, after like one episode or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it didn't take, well, that's what I like about HBO, too. They don't, they sort of don't fool around. They're, they're not playing with anyone's emotions. They're like, you, we like it, we're going to do it. <laughs> um, and they also tend to give shows, even if they don't, you know, like they tend to give shows that are a little bit more troubled than we are a second season to try, kind of air it out a little bit. Um, which is good. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty good place to work so far. Yeah, it, it seems like some, some shows, when they have trouble finding their footing, HBO usually tends to give them that time to kind of, you know, correct the trip up so that they can maybe find the audience that they were missing from the first season, unlike some other networks that'll just cancel things, you know, within like five, five episodes like if the ratings aren't the there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> Obviously, working with Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, whatever people are calling him these days, but you also get to work with um, some pretty sweet NFL players. I know before Ballers came out, when we were kind of previewing it on the the showcast, we were like, you know, maybe we won't see NFL players because the NFL hates this kind of thing, (laughs) like hates drugs, (laughs) sex use, all that other stuff. But we actually got to see some NFL players. You got to hang out with uh, guys like Victor Cruz. and all guys like that. I, I will say this: we are uh, Philadelphia based, so I mean, Victor Cruz isn't really the best person we want to see. <laughs> I actually was kind of oh, hoping maybe you could hit him in his other knee. Or... <laughs> oh man! Uh, is that low blow? <laughs> um, 
listen, I get it. I've never met more rabid, insane fans than I have uh, from Philly. <laughs> guys are absolutely insane. And you asked me to hurt Victor Cruz. I bet half joking. <laughs> yes, uh, maybe 60-40. Got it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's pretty cool, man. And, and we're not really – I knew I mean, Victor was in the script, but a lot of the other guys who aren't necessarily – you know, like they're just hanging out and – and thrown into scenes like we're, it's kind of a surprise for us too when they show up. That's really neat. But Victor was definitely the um, the um, highlight for me because I had scenes with him in Opera because he was on my fantasy team and doing pretty well. <laughs> he almost died on the field. That, yeah, that was just the worst. And that happened in Philly too. That injury. All right, guys, let it go. Huh? <laughs> Come on. Well, well, Rob, if it makes you feel any better, Adam is the only Eagles fan. I'm not an Eagles fan, so you're safe with me. I, I won't, I won't put him down. <laughs> <laughs> and almost maybe another low blow, but I thought, and, and you know, to your point, you kind of have to have a keen eye for some of the players that pop up here and there. Um, I thought in a couple, I think it might have been episode seven or eight. Did Jason Pierre-Paul pop up? Uh, yeah, I believe so. In the um, tattoo parlor, I think. Yeah, but that's really, it's really funny. There's a really funny scene. Victor is a really good actor. Like he's a he's a natural, and but a lot of the other guys are. They're still like they're they're just happy to be there, but they're kind of like, how, how does this work? What? <laughs> and then and he it took him a, a little bit. Like he was just goofing around about it. It was really, it was a really fun day. And that was um, that um, pre. I assume that was pre-accident, pre-fireworks accident. <laughs> yeah, that's like the um, that's the demarcation, like what, what like oh, it's pre-Kennedy assassination and post-Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he pre- loves loud noises. <laughs> pre F, I guess, pre fireworks. <laughs> yeah. What's it? Um, I, I have to imagine. Like, I'm a big WWE fan, so I was a I was a fan of The Rock, but I wasn't, or, or Dwayne now. But I mean, I wasn't I wasn't too sure about what to think of him as an actor. But I've really come around on him, you know, just from past movies, even before Ballers. I've I've come around on him. What I, I have to imagine. The tooth fairy. Not not the tooth fairy. <laughs> um, <laughs> is he's got to be? He seems like he would be somebody who's a lot of fun. To work with on set. Yeah, that I think everybody probably had that same attitude. Like, up oh, here, another another sports star coming in <laughs> because they think they can say words believably. <laughs> yeah. And um, but yeah, everybody. I haven't met anybody that doesn't like uh, or at least appreciate Dwayne Johnson in in something, you know, because he's just he's that kind of guy. That magnetic sort of obscenely likable person on screen, because he's he's that way in person. He's um he's he's just a really really good kind-hearted, massive dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He seems like that. I mean, I've seen a bunch of stuff. He he puts out a lot of funny tweets, you know, on his Twitter post. So I mean, that you can usually gauge a, a person's personality a little bit by that. So yeah, he seems like somebody who'd be a lot of fun to work with. Yeah, you know, and he's also like the whole social media thing, man. It's like, it's another full-time job for him. Like, that's, it's, he has, he has sort of like, I don't know, mastered that, that 
form of promotion and just getting out and talking to the fans like nobody else has. I yeah. kind of envy it. Envy it because I let it go. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's never too late to get back into it. Yeah. At the uh, oh, at Rob Fortry. Uh, <laughs> so hard. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I wanted to switch gears, uh, for a minute and I wanted to talk to you. I know that, um, you recently came back, I, I believe it was last week for, to be part of John Stewart's final show, uh, yeah. for the daily show. I know you did a nice little run as a correspondent for the show. Um, what are your thoughts on John hanging it up and, and passing over the reins to Noah? Cause I'm a, I'm a huge daily show fan. I haven't missed an episode of that show in probably close to 10 years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious as to what your thoughts would be as somebody who's worked with John. Oh yeah, well I'm I'm surprised that he did it for this long because and that not not and that's nothing about his character. It's more about that job itself. Um, you know, it's it's such a it's such a hard thing when you think about it. Like really, what his job description is is taking news in the morning and turn it into jokes within, like, six hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it's really, like, it's just a pipeline, and it's got to be exhausting. When I was back, the the time I was back before the the, the final show, um, I was in the makeup room because I was a guest, and I was in the makeup room, and John came in. He sat down. He looked exhausted, and he was just like, so what's it like? And I was like, what's, what's what like? And he goes, I don't know, daylight, daylight, <laughs> daylight that sort of thing. Getting up what you want. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna like it. Um, yeah, I mean, and not, and not blowing smoke, uh, I've been a fan of yours for a while. You were probably one of my favorite correspondents on that show. You and your brother Nate. You know, you're, you were both great <laughs> on that show. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. We, we definitely got in there at sort of the, just the right timing. You know, George Bush was very good to us, yeah. of course. <laughs> but it was right around when the show was really hitting its stride, and 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 that is just a pure piece of luck. And and I, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Um. Another project that you worked on that I'm a big fan of, uh, and and I seem to be. I don't want to say a rarity. I know a lot of people that are fans of this of this film, but I'm a big. You can ask Adam. I'm a big fan of the zombie genre. Um, so oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I loved warm bodies. I, I thought that was, I was a little skeptical when I heard about like a cure for zombieism, but, um, of you know, being a fan of the genre, but I, I absolutely loved that movie. Um, you yourself, you don't have many lines of dialogue in the movie, but I can, I have to imagine that still had to be a lot of fun to do even without dialogue. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's more fun without dialogue. Dialogue's a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, this, it was great to be able to, yeah, I never had to go at a character like that before. And also, I'm also a big uh, fan of the zombie genre. And okay. Was, that movie came along at a time when it was really sort of being exhausted. It was oversaturated. Where else could you take it? Yeah. Yeah, and and this is the first movie, and maybe the only movie so far, to actually tell the story from the zombie's point of view. Which I love, um, yeah. Yeah, and now they also, like, people were also skeptical because... You know, it could be perceived as sort of like a chick flick. You know, and like guys that like zombie movies aren't I'm necessarily going to say that I got to see. But really, I've never met anybody that said, "Nah, nah, I didn't, I didn't like it." I have met people that have said, nah, "I don't want to watch it." Yeah, <laughs> but it is a really well-told story, and 
I really, I really love that movie. Thank I ha- you for saying that. Yeah, no problem. And I have to imagine too. I mean, you still, it, 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 there's still comedic elements to the movie. You still come off very funny, even without dialogue. I have to imagine that that probably adds a little bit of an extra challenge to try and pull off comedy and, and be funny without dialogue. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah, definitely a fun one. Although, you know, I came from the theater. Um, <laughs> I can't say that without affecting an accent or something. But you know, so so I guess I was I was trained for that more than anything, and so it was nice to be able to like sort of you know rely on some things that I hadn't necessarily had to use in years. And um and it was really, really cool. The about the comedy, there was one thing that the challenging part I found out too late was um there was one line I said I improvised it. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, you know, and it's basically grunts, but it's um <laughs> I say to him, Bitches man <laughs> you know, like isn't uh and and after he's gone through a the breakup, whatever you want to call it. And I, the second I said it, I was like Oh man, that was cheap. That was cheap, dude. <laughs> you know, and, and I knew it was gonna. I actually begged them to not put it in the movie because it was a a nice moment, and I felt like that sort of was too easy. But it it, it is funny. It does get laughs. So listen, at the end of the day, that, that's um what what keeps me getting up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I know we're we're kind of running short on time with you, but I, I can't. Let you go without mentioning again. Children's Hospital has already won an Emmy in the past, nominated again this year. Um, it's up against. There's some pretty tough competition. You got Key and Peele, um, one of Zach Galifianakis's Between Two Friends with Brad Pitt, which I know is really yeah. funny. Um, luckily, one of the other ones is uh, the, the halftime show with Katy Perry. So I don't think you have any problems there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. We're not worried about that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, already nominated for season seven. Is that coming? Will that be like a, another spring, like this year was, or is that going to be back to the summer? I, I'm really not sure, but the the rumbling has been that um, they they're, they're really digging it and they want to get it out as soon as possible. So it might be early 2016. Okay, sweet. Yeah, I mean the the cool thing about that, um, since it's shorter, it's it's so easy to watch. Well, yeah, that, I, and that's what's like, I, I'm waiting for the rest of television to catch up. Who wants to watch 22 minutes? Right? <laughs> in and out. Well, in and out. Even like Ballers, I mean, because it, it's, it's prime time, or I mean, not prime time, it's premium. Um, you know, it's a little longer, but there's no commercials, and you can kind of do almost anything you want on it. I mean, the that type yeah. of comedy, and then like the, the quick... It, let's face it. I mean, we have short attention spans these days, so twelve minutes, eleven yeah. minutes is is perfect for for our attention span. But I also think I think it might have less to do about attention span than just like you. Anybody with any editing experience could take any twenty-two minute show on TV, cut it down to eleven minutes, and not miss a bit of story or a joke. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I yeah. really believe that's true because if there's so I think what you might be responding to what people respond to in a format is just like oh this is all we need you know yeah. like we still tell the same amount of story yeah um, that's actually a really good point yeah I mean I think uh, yeah, well I think a lot about myself and my work guys so <laughs> um, 
deep. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I think, like, I don't know, attention span is variable. Like, uh, I agree that it's definitely shorter than it used to be, but but we can still focus on one thing for a, for a while. You know what I mean? Right. So I think it's just more to do about storytelling, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's actually a really good point. But um, uh, we'll we'll let you get going. We don't want to hold you up any longer. Um, we'll definitely uh, point people to go see Ballers if they missed the finale. Catch up on the whole season HBO Go or HBO Now, and like we said, keep an eye out for season seven of Children's Hospital. And uh, even though maybe he doesn't tweet as much as uh, Dwayne Johnson, still follow <laughs> Rob on Twitter at Rob Cordry. Rob, <laughs> thanks uh, thanks a ton for spending some time with us. If you're if you're free when Children's Hospital is back on air, we'll have to see if we can get you back on. This is a blast. I would love to, man. Anytime. Awesome. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks again, Rob. And we will be right back with more Showcast after this.